Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. This is Rebel Guru Radio, episode 53. This is Rebel Guru Radio with best-selling spiritual author Eric Pepin. Introducing a new incarnation of world-renowned spiritual teachings, Higher Balance Dojo. Dojo is Higher Balance's latest digital training membership. Inside the Dojo studio, you'll find loads of curated content, handpicked and organized to help you learn the most important lessons and techniques that are guaranteed to bring about spiritual transformation, initiate real mystical experiences, and inspire you to reach ever-increasing new heights on your journey to spiritual awakening. Sign up for a $1 trial to Higher Balance Dojo now and experience it for yourself by visiting hbidojo.com. That's h-b-i-d-o-j-o.com. Follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash higher balance. Designed by the rebel guru himself, Eric Pepin, Magnetic Pill was made to enhance results with all higher balance training. Accelerate sensory development, achieve deeper meditations, better overall focus, and so much more. Go to magneticpill.com forward slash rebel for $10 off every month or get a three-month supply with our buy two, get one free special. In this episode, Eric discusses his thoughts on a common topic discussed in the New Age community called shadow work. Learn why the eyes are a more efficient and cleaner approach to working with your inner personalities and behaviors. Find out if you're being too passive in life because of your sociological programming and learn how to grow past it. Eric is raw and honest about the Pepin Mill, so you, the student, can know what you're getting into. So hello everyone, welcome to another podcast of Rebel Guru Radio. The question that we have to start off with is, this came in from the help desk, using the shadow to our advantage is a test for hacking the simulation of this reality. Consciousness includes everything and rejects nothing. The more we face and integrate the shadow within us and expand it, the less meaning we solidify it in this reality. Do you agree? I have no idea what that question is asking. Yeah, it's, it's what what is shadow referring to? It seems like they, they have their own understanding of what that is, or they're drawing it from somewhere yeah. in from a conversation, but mm-hmm. it needs more premise. I need to understand think, w- what they're re- referencing. So I have a point of reference. Right. I mean, it seems like, you know, from what I've heard about other people talking about the shadow and maybe other schools of thought is okay, uh, they're they're yeah. <laughs> There's shadow people. There is shadow in the sense of self-personality, a negative aspect of you. The list goes on and on. Yeah, I think that's what they're probably referring to as shadow of like negative, maybe darker qualities you might see within yourself. Um, So I guess they're asking how to like is 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 facing those maybe 
shadow aspects of our personality or darker maybe aspects of our personality we don't want to look at is that expanding or is that like helping us in a way like to integrate well as the old saying goes know thyself i think of course by by looking at your negative aspects about yourself versus your positive is going to have an effect i think that most people automate they're not even aware that they have aspects of their personality they just simply act out there's not a a form of self-consciousness or self-awareness that they have this habitual or darker personality that comes out and if they they are aware of it they certainly aren't aware of how to confront it or or what they should do with it or how to to deal with it so i think that anytime you're going to have self-growth you need to have self-reflection and you need to be kind of looking at yourself in the second person and monitoring and have an awareness of what you would consider not being a, a good quality, a quality in yourself that you don't necessarily like, but you acknowledge is there. It's only at that point that you can, can do something about it or improve it. And oftentimes it's just by having that awareness, just by being aware of it helps to minimalize or create the shrinkage of it. It doesn't mean it's going away, but it does mean it's minimalizing and it's something that when you start to feel it come on, there's going to be another part of you that senses that because mm-hmm. you built such a self-awareness to it. You've studied in yourself. You've watched past behavior. So you kind of have an instantaneous recognition at some point, And then there's choices of whether you want to let it go or, or, or whether you're going to attempt to suppress that a bit. I see. Okay. So it's not something like you would have to, you don't really need to focus on it so much or like write it down or like, you know, like. Well, you know, I think everybody has their their own approach. I think if you're you're writing it down, you're still self-reflecting. You're just finding a tool for you to kind of look from what's inside of you, outside of you, so you can observe it maybe in that sense more objectively. Um, You know, so I think it's just another tool. You know, it's like I've said before, you know, you have people who are obsessive about chewing their fingernails. Mm -hmm. And when you point out that for the past hour, you've been chewing your fingernails, in some cases, they just simply flat out say, no way, I have not. Maybe I did a tiny bit, but not really. And you're looking at your finger, their fingers, they're just stubbles. They're, you know, clearly chewed in. Mm -hmm. And at that point, you have to make a decision. Do I show them the video? Or not. And when, when they do elect to show a video and you can see clearly the whole time they had their, their fingers in their mouth chewing it, it's only at that revelation, that awareness, that actually makes him start to think about maybe I shouldn't be chewing my nails. Or when their hand's going up, they stop in mid-motion. They go, ah, it's so hard to stop. But at least they're aware of it. And they they're now have a direction to take it. Mm-hmm. So. By self-study, self-awareness, and and observing behavior you may not like in yourself, the first stage is being honest. The second stage is being able to honestly observe and and acknowledge that behavior. Okay, and then by default in itself, it starts to make you more and more conscious of it. I think bad behavior often is um, an aspect of a person that is not thinking in the moment or aware of their actions. It's like when they say they see red when they're angry. They they can't rationalize, they can't think. It's just a destructive nature until after mm. the fact and then they're greatly remorseful, but they've traumatized everybody. Yeah. So, I think that 
by having some level of self-reflection and consideration. And the more that you do that, the more when that starts to come up inside of you, you have a means of recognizing it when before you didn't have a way to recognize it where therefore you couldn't isolate it or minimalize it. Right. It's kind of scary to think about too. Like that, like that, like a part of you, like kind of almost taking over you for a second. Like if you're not aware of it. Sure. Like what is, we're all prone to that. that? I always go back to hunter gatherer. I think that you have fight or flight. I think it's also wired in various degrees and other aspects of our consciousness. Mm -hmm. And I think that we deal with situations where we might have primitively acted out like chimpanzees and and threw a hissy fit. Mm -hmm. It's just a different way of doing that. And I think some people have a better grip on it than others. And I also think that some people have a higher release of biochemicals due to maybe their genetic design compared to other people or disposition or sociological behavior of how they were raised and what they experienced as the behavior that's appropriate. Mm -hmm. So I think all of those and probably more things, I mean, I'm no psychiatrist. I don't claim to be, but, but I mean, those are my thoughts on it. Okay. Um, let's see. Is that useful? Is that helpful? I mean, yeah, I think that was, that was, um, that's helpful. Um, but let me just follow up on that. This goes back to where we teach about identifying the eyes right. in yeah. the teaching and that yeah. you you identify the positive, the negative, the indifference, wh- whatever. But that in itself elevates you because it's the first mechanism of organizing your personality. So it's it's far beyond, you know, I guess the buzzword somebody put up is uh, shadow something or whatever, shadow work. Mm-hmm. And to me, that's a very rudimentary statement. And I think mm-hmm. they're, they're kind of bending and twisting a little bit of where Jung was, was taking it. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, at the end of the day, I think that it, the study of dealing with the eyes is far much more revealing than to say shadow work. But in the same token, it's, it's essentially doing the same thing. Right. Okay. It's just, is it more of like a cleaner process of dealing with it? I think it's, than, it's tighter, it's cleaner, yeah. it's more detailed, it's more efficient. Yeah. Um, it's definitely a much higher degree of that analyzing rather than just blanketing as this is the, the bad personality. Mm. I think like everything, it's kind of like the, the Russian doll set where there's another one inside of it, another one inside of it. It's just smaller and smaller and smaller. So every time you lift the, the cover off of the ceramic doll per se or egg, there's another version of it inside of it. Okay. Yeah. So when we just say we're working on a negative aspect of ourself, I think part of that is to start doing the Russian doll and separating what makes up all those identities because there's a complexity there. It's mm-hmm. just not a bad behavior. There's dynamics designed into it that created that about you and until you start isolating and and breaking them all down you know uh uh you know the eye that observed this behavior in the family the eye that observed violence to yourself the 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 eye that became more controlling or wanting more because you were the youngest child and you know the older children took everything from you what creates that that rage so to me Instead of saying, okay, I want to minimalize my bad behavior, okay, or you can call it shadow work, I guess, but I I think the eyes is much more surgical. Mm -hmm. 
that the surgery in itself, as soon as you can identify something, there is a deflation in the psyche for the power that it possesses. It's not to say that it's gone, but it, it literally, by acknowledging it, minimalizes it. It's like somehow your brain has a new way of rewiring how it works. Okay, that's interesting. Um, so would you say, I guess, looking at it in like a like a shadow kind of work way, is that are you kind of making it more difficult for yourself, like to um, like? I, I think maybe, there's different. Maybe you're just looking at yourself like all negative and like you know what I mean. Well, you might start like picking I, your. Like, I think that the the you know shadow work to me is a very loose terminology it's to me it's like you know new agey do you get what i'm saying it's it's it's, to me it's not real self-work but for somebody who who's not ready to kind of go to that level mentally or has the the layout of how to go about doing something like that like we teach in hbi Mm -hmm. i think it's a start but i i think that they just don't know what do i do with that you know what i just work on my bad side i mean where where does it you know how technical is it how 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 much do you understand that you need to do if you're going to do it on your on yourself whereas when i think about the eyes i i think about this layering system this russian you know doll set this this you know thing is because i think people generalize shadow personality as this, this is just me being an angry person or it's this or that. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think that, that oftentimes shades of, of light have from brightness to dark. When do you decide it's dark? The dark started long before you determined it was dark. There were shades of gray. There mm-hmm. were shades of, of lighter tones that maybe weren't as noticeable. So okay. by kind of looking at those things, you got to ask yourself what kind of small things are agitating you. Do you see what I'm saying? That lead to this generation of a larger impact of reaction from you. What is what is feeding it? Maybe maybe the approach is by acknowledging the small things that are on the edges that lead to the bigger issue, which is the elephant in the room that most people just look at. Mm-hmm. That that maybe the the real problem solving method is to to recognize the moment it begins to go, what behaviors do you have that are on a lighter shade, okay, that you think lead into to that more aggressive. And then the, the other thing is, you know, there's two, two, two sides to every coin, you know, that I think that having what we would consider a darker shade of personality, if you will, or darker eyes, you have to realize that, that in some cases they're useful, that they, they have their role, they have their purpose. Mm. It's just how should they play out and when, you know, in a life and death situation, you might want to be able to draw on that from you mm-hmm. in a situation where you're being dominated or, or whatnot. What level is appropriate to defend yourself or what is a good mechanism to protect yourself psychologically from someone who, who is determined to do havoc on you mentally okay. and emotionally? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so I think people think of it in the most simple terms and what you need to realize, that's why we have the eyes that by systematically looking at it the way that I'm, I'm trying to, to, to point out mm-hmm. is way more powerful in its result level than just kind of saying it's a single thing or, 
or kind of a thing. Do you get what I'm saying? And I have to work on my behavior. The, the question for me is, okay, well, how did I get to that behavior? Why am I behaving that way? And are there other ways that are, are dark that I'm, that I'm not realizing are just variations of that for different reasoning? Mm-hmm. I mean, be asked yourself, like, if you're playing out like an anger role or something or an anger eye, um, maybe that's helping you in some way in that, in whatever case that it's coming. Right. I mean, is, you know, is, is is the anger eye motivational in any way? Is it, Mm -hmm. is it useful? And that's a question you have to ask. You Mm -hmm. can't just say it's all bad. You you Mm -hmm. may have to say, well, there are aspects of that. I, I, I try to give you, a, a, for instance, you know, because I'm known as half the time as the angry guru. <laughs> You've seen an eruption the other day, uh, you know, but I'm very aware in the moment of what I'm doing. And uh-huh. but for me, I feel like I use it as a as a tool sometimes because I try to communicate something 10 ways to Sunday. And at mm-hmm. some point, I'm just frustrated that no matter how I try to, to explain something or convey something or whatever, mm-hmm. it just doesn't seem to reach that person. Mm-hmm. So now, and, and I don't think it's the best way, okay? Mm-hmm. But you have this reactionary level of wanting to shout it or command it out or to impress upon somebody mm-hmm. because you feel on no, no other situation are they, they hearing it or they're being dismissive of it. Mm-hmm. So it's, 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 you know, how do you want to do that? Sometimes you just don't got the time or the interest or the energy to want to keep trying to rehash something you've been over multiple times. Right. Makes sense. Um, well, yeah. it's what is appropriate in society and what's not. Do you get what I'm saying? Every society is different. Every society has different stuff. You've got the, oh, my God, I can't believe. And then you have people who are like, no, absolutely. That's how it should be done. You've got the people who believe in spanking your child when it's misbehaving publicly. And you have the other ones that sit there and go, Shh, calm down. And the kid's still screaming. And you're like, knock it off. I don't, I don't think anybody likes getting angry. I think everybody wants to be, you know, more humble and this and that. It's interesting because we, we, we've been dealing with an article I posted on the forum about masculine muscle building and how it changes the person's kind of political views and personal views as they become more physically powerful over other people. Yeah. And, you know, it's the same thing. I, you know, I could say that if we're really going to have this conversation, let's really have it. Let's not color code it. New agey shit. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, and I don't want to use you as the, the person, but if you, you know, you can edit this any way you want, but I see you as being very passive. I see mm-hmm. you as being non-confrontational. I see you as, it's generally a really good, nice guy, mm-hmm. but do nice guys finish first, second, are usually last. And they, if so, why? There's a whole other article I read on there that they basically say the more passive a person is, the more financial economical trouble they have later in life. Mm. And that the, the more aggressive people tend to be more secured financially. Okay. Yeah. It, it, as, as a spiritualist, we want to say, well, that's not fair and that's not right. But that doesn't mean it changes anything or, or, or that it's going to, to change how whatever nature is doing. Right. So the the point is, is that where you may not you, but where the person may want zero level of that, zero aggression, zero what they would consider kind of in your face or zero about that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Are are they putting themselves in any way in a disadvantage in a world that essentially is you know uh, 
evolution is to you know weed out the weak from the strong. What defines the strong? I guess what yeah what does define the strong? I mean, was it based on intelligence or is it based on like I, a, I think it's a little bit of everything. I, I it just depends on the circumstances. Assert. Of course, I want to believe in the end, intelligence will always win over brawn. Okay, and yeah. for the most part, there's a truth to that. But I think, like anything, there's a variable scale of how that really works mm-hmm. and how it's applicable to different things in life and different things over uh, processes. Do you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I, I think that um, you have people that are super aggressive that ultimately lead in failure because they isolate themselves because other people refuse to work with them. Mm-hmm. So I think that there's people who are overly passive that people dismiss or they give them a lower pay because they know they're never going to uh, uh, complain about it. They're going to passively just mumble to themselves or groan to themselves. And then that person, the other person who's in charge knows that they don't, they're not going to get a confrontation. So let's let them deal with the shit. Let's deal, let them deal with the minor stuff. Okay. Mm-hmm. Economically, that's not necessarily going to pay off. Right. So there has to be a sense of a happy medium in there. And this is what is where our conversation begins. Everybody has a different idea of what that is and what, what tone they should raise it or lower it to. My idea of, of, of being angry or more forward, I have various ranges as you've seen. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, you know, where does that begin and where does it end? What's appropriate? What's not appropriate? And, and I think that's where you have to, to realize that maybe it's not about a part of you that you need to get rid of. It's a part of you that you got to learn how to use correctly and control that, that intensity, you know? I see. Okay. So like maybe if you're, if you're lacking in like a more assertive area, it's not, you shouldn't focus on trying to get rid of being passive. Like you should focus on how, well, to, this is, how can I be more my, assertive? My experiences, and, like, and I have a lot of experience because I deal with people all the time and they, they trust me. They talk to me. They, they want to know what I'm thinking, you know, about this or that. They share their inner thoughts. I find that people who are passive have a different idea of what aggressive is. And that mm-hmm. a person that's already somewhat like maybe in my range, my idea of aggressive is far above theirs. Do you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But to me, in retrospect, it's probably about even in, in my perception, your perception. Do you, do you understand? Is this a, that it might? I don't know if I got that one. Yeah. So on a scale of one to <laughs> 100, okay, your scale is that when it gets to from 1 to 15, 15 is like way too much. It's inappropriate. It's out of control. Okay. okay. Yeah. I might think that my scale probably starts at a, a five versus your one where it starts, your base. Okay. Okay. Or I'm at a seven and that my high peak is maybe a 20 or 25. That's almost unimaginable because it goes way past your scale. Do you right. understand? Right. But in, in both of our views, how we self-perceive, we're both on a one to 15. Oh, okay. Do you understand? Yeah. So this is, this is really trying to, who's evaluating, who's right, who's wrong and who needs the reality check. I may think you're too passive Mm -hmm. and I might think that, you know, I know you grumble under your voice. I know you, you sit there and bitch and complain in your head. I know that you get frustrated and stuff. Why? Because I'm a guy who, who understands the mind. Okay. Yeah. And body and movement, but yet you don't say anything. And in my thinking, 
if you would vocalize your thoughts more and you would, would bring yourself up to what you think is a 10 maybe, okay, which I don't think is enough, okay? Mm-hmm. I've, I've witnessed people who felt that they were really pissy and they were like, well, I disagree. And it's almost comical to people who are used to going up to a 20 or 25. They're, okay. they're, you're not going to get that, that head-turning response to you that, that says, you will look at me and you will respect me and you are going to hear what, what I have to say. So yeah. you're being dismissed. Okay. So, so you might go, well, I could never bring it up to the next level. I don't think it's necessary. I don't think it's appropriate. I don't think blah, 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 blah. And I would say maybe in some cases that's real. Maybe if you're in an ideal corporation that's well-balanced, okay? Um, but I think that in, in some cases you have to bring that level up. You, 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 especially if you're in a leadership role and no one is, is listening to that leadership no matter how many different ways you have. You have some people will say, well, why don't you just let go of everybody? Because it, it, it takes too much time to replace people, mm-hmm. educate people, retrain them basically, okay? Yeah. Readapt your, your, your whatever with, with them. Or what, there's, there's so many more complications than such cut and dry you know, uh, thinking. Yeah. But m- my point is, is that evaluating yourself is you, you've got to look at other people and say where, what, what's working for someone, what's not. I have met people who I think were extremely level-headed, extremely balanced, and extremely effective at, at conveying something. And they were extremely successful in the sense of, of finances, okay? Mm-hmm. But they certainly had the capacity and ability to go from a 1 to a 35 or 40. It's just that it was extremely rare to witness that. But when necessary, I believe they could call upon that. But you'd almost never see it um, on a general level. It's definitely minimalized and better controlled. But are you are you following? Because this is a very loaded, complicated subject, and I, I think we're bouncing around a bit because interruptions, and I can't follow my my thought process. Right, yeah. But w- what I want to say is, when you're working on yourself, I don't think. Everybody has a one-size-fits-all situation. And what you consider your anger side, and I'm sure you believe you have one, okay? (laughs) I would would look at that in comparison to maybe myself, awful enough to say, and I would say your worst day is probably on my scale like like a seven. You know, it's like me having a coughing episode because I I gagged on water drinking it. You know what I'm saying? Now, I'm being sarcastic and I'm being an asshole, but it's (laughs) almost unfathomable. You may be thinking in your head, well, Eric, you've never seen me go in my tirade. Believe me, it's there, you know? I don't know. I don't know if it compares to yours. (laughs) Right, okay. But do do you understand that 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 self-work is, are you minimalizing yourself down more so when when I think that some people would say, no, you're you're pretty balanced. You're you're pretty much in a good place. Uh, you're asking, do I think I'm? Do you think uh, you need to work on your you, shadow self? Do you think you no, get anger management issues? Do you I think that that? I think I I think I would agree that I have like I can tend to repress certain things or not vocal. Well, not some be people vocal think enough, that's good so. behavior. Some yeah. people don't. I guess I was like, I get. Well, this is a question. Like for maybe. Maybe other people can relate to this too. They're listening. Um, you know, if maybe like they're known as like the peacemaker in their family, right. or like they're right. told that they're like like a lover, not a, yeah. not a fighter, or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Like, um, 
do you think that like social programming is like okay one part, like, I I think that like, I think that people exploit people all the time mm. and I think it's a, a means to keep you in your place in the pecking order of your family or or whatnot okay um, I'll give an example I had a, a student that was very close to me and when I first met them, um, they had all these stuffed rabbits and people at work were giving him stuffed rabbits, mm-hmm. uh, being like, he's the rabbit guy. He's the guy who collects rabbits. Okay. Yeah. And he basically accepted that role and, you know, would accept these rabbits and give them names or jokes and make, you know, humor about it and everything, which is fine. But my, my, my answer was to him and our question was, do you want to be known as the rabbit guy? Do you, do you see yourself as a rabbit guy and that's your, your role? And because unknowns to you, there is a identification that socially we, we all perceive and that's what's being perceived on you. And that is cuddly, sweet, nice, non-threatening, gentle, cuddable. That's you. Right. Now, in a workplace or work environment or on a social level, how do, do, do you think the girls are going to be all hot for the bunny guy? Probably not. No. <laughs> do, do you see what I'm saying? Or do you think that you're going to rise up the business ladder, you know, because you're known as the bunny guy? No. <laughs> okay. So it's easier to understand that. So, so in essence, it, you know, and of course it's just rule of thumb, meaning yeah. that maybe the bunny guy did make it to the top. But I think it's unlikely. Or something. <laughs> so we are dealing with a social structure. So of course, immediately he seen what I was saying and he, he scrapped the whole bunny identification. So it wouldn't be consistently sociologically molding and shaping him in all of his environments and interactions with people because that's how they perceived him. So that's how they approached him. That's how they talked to him. That's how they treated him. And he, he responded to that and it, it made his mind a certain way as it was developing. So of course, when he got rid of that, I seen a, in a very short period of time, a transformation in confidence, direction, his own leadership, his his taking larger roles. I mean, you could see it in the person's eyes, mm-hmm. you know. And um, so the question is, is, which person does he like more? Clearly, he likes the person after, you know, leaving the bunnies. Right. Okay. Yeah. So it's, it's, to me, in some ways, very similar. The family says, you're the peacemaker. You're the nice one. You're the sweet one. You're the one who has compassion for everybody. That's all great. But are you in any way being dismissed in, in the family or, or dismissed on opportunities because of how they perceive you? Um, we've got money. We want to go into a business with the family. You know, we're looking at all the kids. You know, I, I don't think Mark would be good in management or running the business. You know, he's he's very passive and he always wants to make peace. And sometimes you got to just really do the hard decisions. Mm-hmm. Now, you think I can make the hard decisions. Of course, you probably could. Mm-hmm. But their their view of you and what they've reinforced in one another now is determining things about you that you may not agree with. Yeah. Okay, and that's that's really having a, having an effect on. Well, on this person. is a scale, yeah. and this is a scale of you asking yourself. To me, if you were like, "Well, wait a minute," you know that. Wh- wh- why are you saying something? That's a confrontation. Now you could be like, "Well, I disagree with that," and I just want you to know that um, I feel I could make those strong decisions and 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 have the staff respect me for sure. Mm-hmm. 
And they're thinking in their head, oh my God, hell no. And then virtually they're like, oh, all right, Mark, we'll, we'll consider that. You don't know, you know what I'm saying? The, the truth is, is much of our lives are affected by the words that are unspoken. Okay. And we can't make an assumption that they're, they're really getting what we're really saying. Yeah. So, so what I guess I'm saying is, is for you to confront the situation in your mind, maybe completely inappropriate for you, and you're trying to find ways to convey it, but the person receiving it, unfortunately, may not respect the level of how you convey it, like the example I just gave. Yeah. Whereas bringing it up a notch, you might be too heated. You might be like, oh, fuck, I'm going to give myself a stroke, you know? Yeah. Uh, if I if I raise it a notch, if I threw a pepin in and was, oh my God, you could go blind, you know? I don't know. You know what I'm saying? But there, there are different ways of, of looking at it doesn't have to be extreme mm -hmm. but what i'm saying is my level of where i would notch it up certainly in your eyes seems to be very extreme perhaps okay from where you would so the question is, is where is that happy medium are you comfortable with that when you look at your life and the opportunities you have and the things you're doing okay or do you think that maybe Eric's got a point and that I need to look at this darker half that I would call darker and maybe it's not really darker. Maybe it's me finding or, or infusing it in a level of self-confidence or projecting myself in a way that I once would have considered abrasive. Okay. So I guess um, like if someone was to like apply that or start applying that in their life, um, uh, what's my question? was a question there <laughs> yeah uh. I, I i think that the the the, the problem is is defining oh, what I, oh yeah, what is extreme question. bad behavior and what's not where did where did where do, does one cross that line and the problem is i think everybody would say well i know what that line is i know what that line is but i bet you if everybody wrote out what those lines were they would all be very different right right yeah that makes a lot of sense um but do, do you understand what, what i'm saying that 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 when one just does this blanket statement of, you know, oh, you got to do shadow work, mm -hmm. okay? And that's your shadow self, your negative self, okay? Yeah. To me, I don't think it's, it's complicated enough of an approach of thinking. I think it's just like, okay, I'm going to not get angry as much. I'm going to try to calm down or whatever. I don't know. Maybe I'm not reading into it. Right? Maybe it's got all these intricacies of what I'm talking. Okay. Mm -hmm. I, but I, when I do a quick surface read of the article, I don't get it. I, I don't get any level of what I'm talking about. All I get mm -hmm. is some statement to me that sounds very new agey of you got to work in your shadow self everybody has a, a darker place Fuck yeah. yeah i agree we all do okay yeah. but i think that it has to be very very carefully explained that some people may say you're you're you are incredibly passive and you might need to tone it up okay where in and everybody thinks that they have a really dark place in them okay mm -hmm. and it's probably true okay but what I'm thinking is, is that some people are going to try to dial themselves even down further when already they're already at a very passive level. Oh, I see. So that could actually be hurting some people in this sense. I, I think Econo so. Economically, I think least, so. I mean, you know, this hurt. is the problem is, and, you know, I think spirituality needs to, to, to be re-looked at. I think mm. the idea uh, and the values of what we think spirituality is – 
we need to take a hard look at it and, and, and redefine it because I think it's been railroaded and I think that a lot of new age values and principles have been really rolled into it to really take any of the teeth out of spirituality. I think that there are people who want to take it to this extreme, kind, passionate level, okay? Mm-hmm. And you have these spiritual teachers or gurus who are projecting this calm demeanor, this this even-toned voice, this this persona. And the truth is if you see these people behind the curtain, the wizard curtain, okay? Mm-hmm. You're going to have a major reality check. If you talk to the people who know those people closely, you're, they're going to tell you, oh, hell no, they got a really bad time. Hell no, they can lay down the law. Hell no, they, they, they can get really disruptive in, the, in their nature, okay? Mm-hmm. But you are being packaged a product, and you think that they, they are not giving you a packaged product, that this is who they are, and this is who you esteem to become like, okay? Right. And it's not a realistic view it's not it's something that you will fail more than likely to achieve or temporarily be able to achieve and when you fail you will consider yourself a failure and then psychologically you're deep deep you're minimalizing your own self-worth so mm. so you're feeling i'm not worthy then of being where this person is i can never attain this enlightenment i can never be if you look at the the ancient texts of different spiritual teachers you will find somewhere in there where they have their mental breakdown fit period. Mm-hmm. You know, one of them that I, I, I try to point out to people is, you know, when you look at Christ, he's, he's healing lepers and he's trying to teach his students to heal them. And they're, they're having all these tests and he has a conniption. He mm-hmm. has like, he has like a pep and meltdown on them. Okay. Yeah. You are, when you read something about a, a spiritual person from the past, Come on, even I look better in all the books because they edit out all my potty mouth. And you can't hear me yelling higher or lower so you don't get that shock value. You can interpret it kind of how you want. And so you get this vision of what this person is and it may not even be close to what they are if you ever met them. And I'm betting that that would be the case with from Buddha to Krishna to Milarapa to whatever. I think that you would have found them to be very vocal, very opinionated, very, in the sense, sometimes argumentative to make their point teaching, okay? Mm-hmm. And I, I think they're going to have extreme highs and lows. I think when you're so dialed in, that, that that's part of it. So when they say, you got to be calm, you got to be relaxed, I think that's an extraction of how we want to perceive and what we focus our attention on when we read it or share it or, or ad-lib it out or to, to cut an article and put it out there. I don't think the, the negative aspects of any spiritual teacher is really truly exposed on. It's considered something you got to tuck away, hide away. And mm-hmm. I think that is why people have so much failure in their spiritual journey. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of crazy. I mean, yeah, it's the vast majority of teaching schools are out there like that. You know, absolutely. Before I met, I think it's a farce. Before I was in HBO, yeah. I was like, yeah, everything. Well, was like listen, <laughs> I, I don't want to always bring it back to me, but my point is. Uh, uh, you know, it's, it's very hard to say what I'm going to say because I have to talk about myself is how I perceive myself in the second person. I obviously think I got flaws. I obviously feel I got room to grow. I obviously feel that there are qualities in me that I don't care for and I would like to minimalize more, which which I've done. But But the retrospect is that those negative aspects are also what make me real 
identifiable, relatable, yeah. okay? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Real, yeah. okay? Yeah. What people will tell you and what you can attest to now, what you see on stage for me, what you see in public with me dealing and teaching with people is probably zero difference than behind the scenes. Yes yeah. or no? You I would be agree. honest. I would, no, I absolutely agree, yeah. Okay. I really appreciate that, that about you too. Yeah, yeah. So, so you're not getting like a facade. Yeah. Now, if you ask other people who end up maybe leaving an organization or whatever, whatnot, you're going to be shocked what you hear them say. But when, yeah. when somebody leaves Pepin, they're going to be like, oh, no, he's, he's the same asshole on or off. What you see is the real deal. So when you sign on, you know what you're getting. Yeah. You know, there's, there's no malarkey. He's not, you know, putting on it. He, he can be a real jerk if he needs to be or, or is going to be. Okay. Yeah. You're not going to hear something like, oh, he's so sweet. He's so nice. He's so calm. But behind the scenes, oh my God, he's awful. He'll just say what he thinks about you, you know? Yeah. So my, my point is, is that whether you choose to, to believe this or not. Okay. But I, I say, do my teachings and decide for yourself. And that's, that's been why to the level of my success, but I feel spiritually I've achieved everything. If not more, it depends who you're talking about, of course, spiritually. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so therefore does the universe give a rat's ass about my choice of vocabulary? My the, within reason, do, you know, my, my main policy is do no harm to another person in the sense that you suppress them. Now, that's going to get debatable mm-hmm. whether barraging somebody when you're mad at them mm-hmm. as being a depressor or if it's going to be a barrier breaker that they, they really had to fight it out of their own system. And then mm-hmm. that battle you had verbally with someone actually was the moment that they were like, I, I fucking get it now. And I've been ignorant and stubborn, and this is the first time. But it, it sometimes takes an immense amount of, of emotional energy from me mm-hmm. to drive some points into somebody for them to – because they're just yeah. flat out in denial about their own behavior. Right. So, so this gets into a lot of debate. But at the end of the day, if you're going to say, well, well God is, is wants or the force wants passivity and kindness and love – yeah, I'm all for that. I agree with that. I do think that's a priority, but I'm a realist. And I also know that God doesn't give a rat's ass if a lion's going to eat your dog or your child, or mm-hmm. you're not going to see a whole bunch of trumpeting angels fly down the, from the sky to prevent, you know, some, some, you know, guys who are putting, you know, sticks to your house to burn it or to hang you from a noose. Okay. Mm-hmm. That, that, you know, when, when people, they're, they they're, they're so quick to say God is punishing these other people, and this is why God, you know, destroyed that town or that city. And then when their church goes down in a hurricane or a lightning or a fire, you don't see them saying, oh, well, God set us straight too. No, hell no. They just ignore that statement, mm-hmm. okay? So, so, so in a sense, their, their view of God or spirituality is really ideal for how they want to dress it for their own needs. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's rubbish, I think that the universe is a violent, violent creation to something that becomes just the, the opposite in the intensity of its beauty and, 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 and magnitude of, of what, it's, what has been created. Mm-hmm. And I see this flow going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth with creation, destruction, destruction, creation. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So when you look at your own development 
and you look at nature and you look at, at the universe or you look at life and you look at hurricanes and fires, it, it, to me, you, you, you've got to understand, it's like people always say, you know, oh my God, there's fires everywhere. It's so awful. It's so bad. Wait a minute. It's bad because you want to perceive it as bad. And I don't want to lose my home. I don't want to lose anything. Yeah, no but fires have been nature's way to clear out dead old growth that's not producing oxygen on the level of young growth. That's not bearing fruit like young, young trees would do. Yeah. Nature was able to do this on its own without any interference. It's when we moved in, we put out every fire. All the, the old trees get big and big and old and rotted and start creating so much shade. Nothing new can grow underneath it. Okay. So is it destructive or is it liberating? Which one is it? Yeah, I mean, if you, it depends on what perspective you look at it, but yeah, it, it's kind well. Of, that's it can the thing be about both, perspective. Right? Yeah. We all can shape things. Even yeah. me could be shaping things to the favor that I want right now. It's what we want to see. Yeah, that's the thing you got to put into check. Yeah, is is really understanding how you're you're coming to your conclusions or how you're angling your argument. Mm-hmm. I mean, another example that comes to mind is like pruning a, a tree or something mm-hmm. like to get it to fruit mm-hmm. better. So like yep. that's kind of that can be seen yep. as like an aggressive whatever. Yeah. So, so some people will say, you <laughs> know, well, aggressive. he's, he's too aggressive. He's too, he's too, you know, in your face. He's too shouty. He's too this or that. And the thing is, is I get it. I'm not the teacher for you. I, mm-hmm. I accept. Thank you. Have a nice day. Mm-hmm. But there are other people who are, who say to me constantly, I get this kind of feedback and you, you know this now that you work here yeah. or you'll start seeing more of it is that you yourself maybe feel that way that you feel like you weren't spiritually growing, that you were simply in a stasis and that, that you understood spiritual things and you understood love and you understood all these things, but you don't feel like you were elevating or being challenged yeah. or, or pushed to make you really use your mind to, to elevate yourself or discipline yourself to a higher level. Yeah. And that, that's why you, you sought out or you related so much to me who was basically saying, come on, you know, Mark, you got better in you. Cut that pussy ass shit out and, you know, start focusing yourself better, you know, and blah, blah, blah. And that, that, that push, mm-hmm. it's almost military-ish. It's, you know, but you, are you telling me that the, the sergeants don't have a heart, that they don't like their, their men? Or are they doing this because they know what the men are going to confront someday out in the field in real battle? And that they have to be able to call upon something, <laughs> excuse me, inside of themselves to push them themselves. Yeah. So there's, there's all ways of, of looking at that. I've lost people. They've told me, you know, people that I really liked have said to me, you know, well, I'm no longer following HBI teachings because I feel that you are too angry. You're too negative. You're too this. You're too that. And that's why I'm out. Okay, mm-hmm. fine. So did you have growth when you were with me? And every one of them will always say, yes, I did. Then I say, why did you seek me out? Well, you know, I I looked at all these other groups, these other teachings, blah, 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 blah. Bottom line is they weren't doing it for me. They weren't growing at all. They meet me, the shouting guy, and all of a sudden they can say they can see a marked improvement in their their growth. Okay, so so now all of a sudden they decide, well, I'm too to this or to that. And I'm not ideally what they think a spiritual teacher should be. And they know this because they know so many great spiritual masters. And I've already said, look behind the curtain on them. You might have a reality check. Okay. So I understand their position. I understand their thinking. Okay. 
But I can't be that guy. So I understand, okay, that's it. I've, you've gone as far with me as you can. You gotta, you gotta go somewhere else now. I, that's fine, I don't have a problem. My curiosity is how's things going after a few years? Now, mm. now I'm being a little bit of a jerk because I know a thing or two because I've seen a thing or two. Yeah. And that may not be true in every instance, mm-hmm. but in most instances, it's very true and it's very applicable. Okay. Do you, have you found that maybe some people come back like after being? Oh yeah, all the time. You're, yeah. you're going to see that. You'll yeah. see a pattern with people. Okay. Oh yeah. Nobody likes to be confronted, but then the irony of it is, it, is people always tell me they love that that I confront them and yeah. I call them out on their shit. Yeah. There, there's two ways of of looking at something like that. There, there's what I call the possi- the the passive way or the aggressive way, and that is. I think people want to be coddled spiritually. Mm-hmm. You're great. You're special. You're unique. You're, you're God's most ultimate love or you're about love and you represent the universe and you represent God. Mm-hmm. Um, really? God doesn't, you know, create and smash universes and re- recreate them violently. God, God, you know, never lets a dog get killed because all dogs get to go to heaven. We're, you know, well, that's not, you know, the blah, 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 blah. We, we have to escalate ourselves in the chaotic world to be whatever. And I'm like, or be eaten by the chaotic world with your passivity. Okay, mm. so there, there's different ways of looking at it. They, they never want to engage this conversation with me. Okay, mm. because I would be too in their face. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, I'm but sure my, my point is, is that I basically every time I'm with people, I get this all the time. If I do one on ones with people, whatever, I'm like, look, you're paying me a lot of money and you're asking me what I think. You're not asking me what other people think. You're asking me what my personal evaluation from the time I've spent with you is. And if you want me to do that, you better know that I can be critical. I can be be very to the point. And I've got 60 minutes, 30 minutes, depending what it is, okay, to get my point across to you. And you know what? You're not going to like it. You know what? I'm going to confront stuff and point out stuff to you that I think are an issue that nobody else has told you to your face, but they're all thinking it. Okay. Yeah. Just like we've kind of covered already. All right. So the question is, is yes. Will I hurt your feeling? Yes. Does anybody want to hear things about themselves in a negative way? No, I sure in hell don't. No. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But if you trust and you respect that person and hopefully, hopefully I'm not doing it to be a cynic. I'm, I'm doing it because I have to make a point to you and I got to bring it up and I don't have an hour for one subject to coddle out that conversation with you. Do you understand? Yeah. So I'm like, let's let's be destructive. We're going to be destructive. I'm going to point stuff out to you. You can debate with me all you want, okay? And I will dismantle it, but it's going to be fast and furious because we don't have time. And this yeah. is how I've developed my thinking now. I'm just trying to be as, as efficient as possible with so many people I deal with. Yeah, right. This is where the rumor is always, you know, the pepin mill you know back in the day or pep and boot camp and you yeah. know when new people would come around me you know it's blah, 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 blah. i'm like an old spiritual master with my cane stick ready to whack everybody <laughs> but the, the the interesting thing in that observation is everybody will tell me that like in a rapid short period of time they were like god it was like i wanted to cry or i wanted to get mad and blah 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 mm-hmm. and then after being around a few months i noticed like, like you, you weren't nagging on me so much. And, and I thought, well, maybe you're easing up on it. And I realized, no, I upped my game. Mm. I became so much more aware, so much more conscious 
what I was doing rather than droning and moving through life. And Mm -hmm. when I would do stupid decisions now, I'm I'm like conscious of what I'm doing. And is that stupid or is that smart? Am I going to have to redo this again? And Pep is going to say, well, dumbass, it costs twice as much now to fix it. You did it once you got paid for it. And now you got to do it again because you weren't paying attention to what you're doing. And that's going to cost me money. Do you get what I'm saying? Or it's going to cost time and stuff. I'd rather have you taken a moment to think about what you're doing. It's more efficient Slower is faster in some cases. Yeah, yeah. So confrontation about personality, behavior, how you you deal with stuff. Some people are like, I don't understand. I I you know I want to date these girls, but every time I date a girl, they don't they don't connect with me. Blah 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 blah. They you know they you know I just don't think I'm desirable. Nobody wants me. I'm just blah blah blah. And I'm like, no, you're too fucking passive. When the girl says to you, you know, like, you know, or, you know, what do you want to do or vice versa? Not every girl is the same. So we can't bunch them all in. But people want kind of a leadership or somebody who's a decision maker sometimes, maybe not all the time, but sometimes. And then there's passive people who always like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. Right. Hell no, not Pep. And I'm like, you're going to give me the option to choose? It's on. Okay. I'll, I'll give you a list of things. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's great. Let's go do it. You know, but the point is telling somebody that they're not a decision maker. It's like telling somebody you're chewing your nails for the past hour. No, I haven't. Right. So, so now I've got to go point out stuff about their behavior to make my point, and then they, they either are going to agree with me or disagree with me. Yeah. And when I'm pointing it out, it's not nice in the sense that, that I got time to very politely and kindly say it. I got, a, I got a lot of distance to cover and a lot of conversations to have with you on different things. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, yeah, so it's it, it just, I mean, efficiency on your part. I mean, it makes sense that you have so many people to deal with, like you can't. And things spend, I'm working on, and people can't spend internet. hours with a, right. one person right. trying to work through all that. You stuff. know, I, I've just, got one person. They just kind of and, work it out themselves, right? Really. And like, this this is the thing: am I an asshole or am I a savior? I'll give you an yeah. example. Okay, we'll call his his name John. Okay, it's not his real name. And I'm I'm kind of dealing with this person. John always is in arguments and confrontations with people in his home life. Okay, mm-hmm. and confrontations with people in the forum. So once in a while, he, he picks a fight with the wrong person and they school his ass. OK. Mm-hmm. And then after he's an asshole to them and talking shit on them in his own way. OK. Trying to, to kind of power them in a way. OK. And they end up fighting back. OK. Right. What does he do when he gets humiliated in that process? He deletes all his posts. Right. So now no one can judge him and see his behavior. Yeah. In his mind, he's a genius. He's confident. Yeah. He's got great leadership. Oh, I love everybody. Everybody's wonderful, spiritual. But when he shows his real colors, he wants to clean up that behavior so nobody sees it. Yeah. So that person now crossed me and made a comment. I was like, whoa, why would you say something like, how is that even relevant or actually true? Where do you come to this? So we did some volleys and I smashed the whole thing, pointed it all on everything. What happened? All of a sudden, that whole post from what he was saying, gone. Gone, yeah. And tomorrow, he's going to be back telling people what a great, nice, spiritual person he is. Uh, is he growing? No. His, his thing is he's coveting what he already knows is bad behavior, but he doesn't want to acknowledge it and deal with it, so he dismisses it. So what do I say? Put that shit back up and own it. 
post it back up what you said. Let people read and let other people learn from that. If you're going to post in the first place, I'm sure if you felt you won that argument, you wouldn't have taken it down. No, yeah. Yeah, it's almost like he's saving his... Right, so he doesn't want to hear me say to him... You're you're full of shit. You're 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 putting yourself out there, selling yourself as being this passive, kind, supportive person that you've convinced yourself of. In the meantime, there's this whole other alter ego where you're aggressively going after people, talking out of your ass about nonsensical shit that's not even accurate or true. And this is why, and I broke it all down. Yeah. So to deny that in themselves, they shut down. So do you think that person wants to hear that from me? No, obviously not. <laughs> Do you think other people are going to say that to him? No. No, yeah. Okay, so who's who's given the job to confront? Maybe They're paying me to they confront. They want, and secretly, they want to honestly hear me say what I think. Of course, they're hoping right. I'm going to say, oh, you're wonderful, you're great, you're the most awesome human being in the world. Right. Hell no, I'm here <laughs> to fix the broken parts or help you acknowledge the broken parts so you can progress with that. Yeah. And that's what you're asking me to really do. If I tell you, oh, you're great, you're wonderful and everything, thank you for your money, see you later, I don't think I've done really any service to you, uh-huh. okay? Unless I absolutely believe it to be true. And in rare cases, it is very true. There are some people I think, I have said before, even live on stage with people, that this particular person is a better human being than me. Hmm. That this is the, the what I would like to rise to in myself to become, Okay, and that's people who learn from me that I think are better human beings than me. And, you you know, like, you know, I'll, I'll use initials P.I. And, and stuff like that. Well, you'll figure it out later. But oh, I think okay. these people yeah. are, are so fucking beautiful and so perfect in their own way. And they don't see that about themselves. My conversations with them is, is me getting frustrated with them that they don't acknowledge how really good they are. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. And, 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 and the fact that I think they're better than me in, in the sense of, of, of their, their love and their compassion and, and how they deal with stuff. Mm-hmm. Now I might say the same thing. Don't let people bully you and don't take in. And, and they have, and look at their careers have gotten better. Their, their relationships have gotten better. I can sh- show it later. I mean, the staff will, will, will be able to point out who those people are and whatever. So it's, mm-hmm. it's a case by case, but yeah, I'm the guy who, who is going to, to tell you the truth. Mm. I'm not going to candy coat it. I'm not going to drag it out in sessions over a year. So I bankroll it. Okay. Yeah. You're, you're going to get in one dose. Okay. But hopefully, and believe me, I'm trying to be as tactical and as sincere as I can be without causing harm. Mm. But some people, like this other person... They're so heavy, heavy yeah. walled that it literally, you have to smash it down. That makes sense. And yeah. everybody has, whoever's tried otherwise. to rip yeah. it down, they've destroyed them in their response. So you need someone who's, who's going to be able to, to handle them. Right. And then they thank you after they cry. They're like, you know, it's changed my life. My, my marriage has been saved because of that conversation six months ago. My, my family, my relationship with people has dramatically changed. I think about that every time now when, when I say this or do that. I get that all the time now. Mm-hmm. Would, it, would it be true to say that you're, um, like when you do point out something out to someone, you're not, like, is it, is it really, 
it's not who they are. It's just you're pointing out a certain eye that they have or programming that they've had. When, or, when, when I'm, or, listen, I'm, I'm always, I try to always be honest. Sometimes if I'm dishonest, it's only because my mind didn't really think about breaking it down further. You know, it's, mm. it's hard to have this conversation and I'm thinking how much time we've got and my, I'm on a limit, blah, 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 yeah, blah. Yeah, it's not a problem. I'd rather keep going. Time, yeah. Um, I, I would say, first of all, what I usually say is I'm cruel to be kind. Okay. Yeah. And that means sometimes you got to be cruel to, to really make somebody see something and, and it's how you say it mm-hmm. is that, but, but could have I done it in a nicer way? Everything across the board, I could do nicer. I could, I could be way nicer than, than all of these other spiritual teachings in history. Sure. Yeah. But would I be as effective, in my opinion? Would I be able to help as many people? Would I be able to yeah. problem solve things that they're tackling in their own inner growth so that they can move past those issues and, and tackle bigger spiritual development things? Yeah. And I don't think so. Otherwise, I would have adapted to that. Uh, so I'm cruel to be kind because that's how I look at it. Now let's really look at that. Is Eric always have the best intention for you? And if I was going to be honest with you, it's a yes and no. Now you're like, dun, dun, dun. See, I knew it. I knew oh it. Eric's God. an asshole on purpose and he loves it. Listen, <laughs> I think that most people were all the same and we feel all the same things, but we're all fucking liars. We, we don't want to say certain truths that are in the back of our mind. It's like when people tell me they're not racist, okay? Mm. I want to throw up a little in my mouth because I know that's not true. Mm. I know that there's a knee-jerk reaction in white people because I'm a white person, okay? Yeah. That, that certain situations with, with, let's say, black people, okay, particularly, that there is this sense of... of, of trust issues a little bit to what degree is different for each person. Okay. That, that there's a, a, a sense of, of self value versus their value. What, what their role is in society and their success that, that you judge versus your own. It's Mm. there. Okay. Mm. And I want to be truthful with myself because I don't want it to be there. Okay. So some people can say, no, not me. No, never. I treat everybody fairly. And I'm like, liar. Okay. How can you really grow to this aspect of an ideal spiritual level if you're not really truthful with yourself? Mm -hmm. Now, I have, I mean, some of my, the people that have been closest to me in my life are black. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's another thing that I almost hate saying because it sounds like such a cliche. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) But I'm not talking about them because you know what? I took the time to to get to know them and it made me colorblind to them. I don't see them as any, I see them as my friends, right? The people I will cry with, I will laugh with, I will walk with, I will do stuff with that. I will help out. I I expect them to help me. This is an equal relationship, but on an initial evaluation of people. Okay. There is a greater level of, uh, uh, mistrust towards them versus another white person. Yeah. Okay. And, or if you had to say Asian, South American, you know, uh, you go through all the color rainbow. I think that that the, the, the level of knee jerk reaction is going to be the highest is with black people versus white. Mm-hmm. Is that true universally? Probably not. I also was raised in a community from very young. My mother was very poor 
where my best friend was a black kid. My other best friend, I don't even know what nationality is until I got older, but I think he was uh, uh, probably from either the Philippines or somewhere, you know? Mm. I had friends that were Indian. One of my best friends was was Iranian. Uh, I would eat on the, the, the floors. Parents would put out a blanket and, you know, they'd have fun by feeding me a hot pepper because I didn't know what it was and, you know, yada, yada. But these people were all <laughs> wonderful people to me. I did not know any difference. So yeah. why would I be, and I'm very self-aware, have a reaction upon meeting a person of color mm. and then still be aware of myself, this, 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 this filter I'm putting up, which in truth is a racist form of judging. Yeah. Okay, so I can admit that in me, but I I would fight that to get to know that person always, 100 percent. Yeah. And but by not acknowledging that you're with you, you're you're picking and choosing truths that you're living by. I want the truth. You might be full, you're fooling yourself, basically. If yeah, you don't want to believe that that you have that in you. Yeah. Okay. You yeah. Know? I mean, I, I can. When I when I sure. think about that, it's like yeah. it's hard to admit that, but like I do notice like when that's I, right. When I did so, Uber and Lyft, so, it's like right. I so, didn't have that need right. to react. So like most I time, want the, but, the black guru yeah. if I was in the opposite shoes to be like yeah. fuck no, Peppin, you whitey, I don't trust your ass at all. But yeah. I'm gonna fight that, try to get to know you. I'm like that's the guy I want to listen to because yeah. I know that's the truth. Yeah. And so it's stuff like that that we pick and choose in the designing of our perceptions. Mm-hmm. Our ideals and values of what a teacher should be, what what how he should teach me, how what, what, do, do you? I mean, how many enlightened gurus do you have to model after how this should all work? You know, no, you you don't. You're doing the best you can, mm-hmm. but you have to, of course, pick and choose what you think is is going to work for you. And that part I do respect. But at the end of the day, judge me if you want. Okay, but but have a hard look at that process of how you're coming to these decisions and how quickly you're making that decision based on maybe how little or how much you observed or experienced firsthand. Right. Yeah, I feel like a, a lot. It's it's very easy just to make a quick snap judgment. And we all do. We all do. We all do. It's that's how, nature. How many yeah. times do we actually do our due diligence and like, yeah, you know, really but that's self-awareness that that's whether the person is aware enough in their own consciousness to catch those things. Yeah. Okay. So I think people are going to say I'm over the top, over aggressive in their opinion. That's their view of their scale within themselves. Mm-hmm. Okay. And usually I find the people, <laughs> the people who usually make those comments are the ones that I always consider are the most past, you know, peaceful and, and stuff like that. Yeah. But then I get the one, you know, the one guy that I, actually I get a lot of, of what I think are probably people better than me. I think in a lot of ways you're better than me, Mark. I think you, you, you have a good disposition. You're kind, you're approachable, whatever. But I also know that you're too kind, you're too approachable, yeah. you're too, and you're willing to, to swallow wrong that's done to you so that you don't have a conflict. Right. And that's yeah. where I would be very honest with you and say, stop being a pussy. Right. Okay, well, now am I an asshole because I said that? And you're going to no, be like, oh, was... thank God, Eric, you see that. How am I being a pussy? Because I need to understand that. And people are like, what, the f- how, what, what does it mean? This, doesn't, this guy doesn't know those things? Maybe you know it, but sometimes you need to hear it and you need different ways of how you should have maybe dealt with that so you weren't used. Yeah. 
No, I, I, I agree. I think it's helpful. I don't know if I want to go into right. specific things. I, I, I think but. people, their argument would be there's different ways of approaching it or saying it. Mm-hmm. And I think at the end of the day that that's probably true. But to me, it comes down to how much time does that person have to sit in front of you mm-hmm. and you to to give them a 100%, you know, information in that short period of time. And I think anybody who's going to spend that time with me should have already a very good idea of of how the conversation could or maybe would go. Yeah. yeah. So there's no like, you know, Bambi moments like, oh, my God, you you know, he's like a giant wolf in the room with me. You know, it's terrorizing and terrible. And, ah, you know, hell no, you knew what you were getting. Yeah. Yeah. From everyone I've talked to, they always expect like, oh, is he going to yell at me or something? (laughs) Right. (laughs) And it's it's awful. But this goes back to the the point I was saying, do I take any gratification in doing it? And that's the same thing about being honest with myself. The truth is not always not. I'm not even thinking like that. I'm just really just vocal. I'm like a fucking Italian. You know, I could scream and yell. I have an argument with somebody. This is what's crazy. Okay. Mm -hmm. And maybe my own dysfunction. I need to to sit down and have somebody yell at me is I can get over it like that. And I'm like, okay, let's go get pizza. And then everybody's like, just traumatized. Like, like I thought you'd never want to even be near me or breathe the same ears as me in the same room anymore. You know? And I'm like, what are you talking about? Uh, uh, I think that, how I process is I do not get attached to the problem. I do, but it depends what it is. Okay. But I let go of it because it's, to me, it's done. It's over and yeah. you, and you move on to me. I'm teaching and I'm, I feel often that I have an immense amount to say and that when I'm throwing my voice higher and I'm throwing, using my body, I'm using every form of communication I can chucking the data at you more or less. Mm-hmm. And I feel that I have four hours of information to give you and I got to give it to you in 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. And how do you compress that and how does that come out in the process? And that's how I, I always feel. Mm. I feel like I don't have the amount of time that I think this person deserves. Mm. I want to give them a hundred percent. I want to help them. I want to help them get to where they are. And, and the only way I can see about doing that is to shove all of this data in the, in the most intense because it comes out as intense. Yeah. Okay. The intention isn't for it to be intense, Mm -hmm. but that's how, how I've become accustomed to downloading immense amount of data into that person. And hopefully that person gets that and understands that. And they're willing to trust me that, that I'm not trying to harm them. I'm, I'm trying to inform them and then they can decompress that as they're, as they're shivering. Okay. And be like, wow, you know, I'm thinking about what he said and wow, I'm thinking about that. And I find that that's normally what happens. Yeah. And people say, you know, it took me three months, six months, a year to think about what you said. And I was so fucking pissed off at you, Eric. I, I, you know, I didn't, I didn't buy your shit for a whole year. I didn't, I didn't, I was like, fuck Pepin. And then I realized everything you were saying as I was progressing in my life and the things I was doing and and the relationships and failures that I was having, that you really told me the truth that I did not want to hear and that I didn't want to hear. And that's why you had to force it on me because I came to you and I, I wanted you to tell me what the truth was, at least what you thought. And you gave it to me. Right, right. So 
the part is that I keep evading around is, do I enjoy ripping somebody down? Yeah, okay, yeah. And the truth yeah. is, fuck yeah, who Self, doesn't? Self-gratification. But, right, but, but not in the way that you think. Yeah. Most of the time, I'm like, God damn, how stupid can you be? Right. You get what I'm saying? Like, like, don't you have common sense, I think, to myself? So, yeah, there's this, 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 there's this cynicalism in me. Not always, okay? But there, there is. that. It's almost like I can't compute how stupid somebody is. Mm-hmm. In the sense that, and I, I, they're going to be like, "Oh my God, why would you call anybody stupid?" Look, that person will tell you because of all the stuff I pointed out to them how stupid they were. Okay, that you know, this person said to me, "Okay, this is recent, just a perfect example." This person's been here for X amount of months, and we were we were talking, and they were like, "Yeah, I remember when I got here, you Jesus, I hated being anywhere near you because you'd point out how I messed all these things up." And he and he's like, "I knew I did, and I didn't want anybody to know, so I covered it up." And you always found everything. I got so mad because you just would walk by, stop, walk three paces back, and go, "What the fuck is that going on there? Why did you do it that way?" And then and then you'd be like, "Didn't didn't such and such show you to do it right?" And they're like, "Well, well, well, did they or didn't they?" Yes. Why didn't you do it that way? I don't know. Come on. Okay. So to me, it takes an enormous amount of resource. This is Peppin Mill of pointing all this out. So, so four months, five months later, again, the statement is, you know, yeah, it's like you, you, it's almost like I never see you no more. You walk by, you look at stuff, you keep going. You're like, oh, that's great. You know, I do give positive feedback a lot too. And I was like, how do you feel about yourself? He says, I realized my father was always right about me. He says, but I always thought it was my father picking on me or barraging me. So I ignored the things he said to me because I felt that that it was it was like, you know, him being an asshole. Do you yeah. see what I'm saying? Yeah, I can see and he that. says, I realize now everything that you've said to me are a lot of the things my father and other people have said to me, but I, I shut them all out. Mm. And because I respect you and you have a way of, of slicing in your, you're not going to, you're not going to listen. If I know you messed up, my job is to make sure you know, you messed up until I see that in your eyes and you're like not feigning me going, Oh, I understand Eric. I, I, I fucked up just to make me happy, but I don't believe you. Uh-uh, I'm coming for the juggler okay. because you can't grow unless you really understand the reasoning behind it. Right, because that's what makes you think to yes. improve. Yes, and then I, I've got 20 million things that I was on my way to walk to the office to do. There's people waiting on the phone. There's, there's, there's contractors. There's all sorts of stuff, and I've got fucking 30 seconds to make my point. Yeah. Compressing that into a heated maybe moment. But when you say to the person, you know, where do you think you're at now? And they're like, night and day. I am so much more, and I hear this over and over and over again. I am so much more aware of myself my environment, the people that are around me, mm-hmm. what what they're doing, what their actions are. Most people say that they never really thought that way. They never were aware of anything. They just kind of move through reality. Mm-hmm. And he says now there's this kind of hyper awareness that at first was almost tense and, and was stressful. And then all of a sudden it's like I adapted to that and that became the new norm and all my stress dropped. Okay. And so... That that's it. And I can see the growth in them. I can see their thinking. You can see it in their eyes when they, they look at stuff, you know, and I always say to a certain person, before you speak, you know, you know, whatever you're going to shoot out as an answer to me is the answer you would have given to your father, your mother, to the other people, because you want to argue with you, you to protect your, your position. 
Right. And so you want to be right. So you're going to try to argue it. And there's a certain somebody that I have to deal with that all the time. Okay. Uh-huh. And then it, it's like a huge battle. And then they're like, you were right the whole time. I don't know why I get so thick headed. And I'm like, yeah, you're wearing me out. You know, I wish the thick headed <laughs> fog would pass. Yeah. But in essence, they're like, so I say, stop and think about the next word you're going to say. And then they uh-huh. stop and they're like, and then they come out with something. And I'm like, excellent. That, that is a reasonable fear explanation and answer. Do you see where I'm coming? They're like, yes, I completely do. And, and then they'll say to me, but if it was anybody else, I would have ignored it and I would have tried to make an argument back so I could justify myself. Right. And now they're analyzing themselves and how they dealt with stuff. And now they're growing from that. So I noticed this person, even the relationship with other people, because I'll ask people, you know, they'll, they'll be like, nah, I don't like that person. Now nah, they're in nah, 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 nah. And then I'll ask them later, like, oh, no, I, I really enjoy my time with that person. They really have changed, you know, or they're really some, and they like themselves. They're more confident. They're more aware. But to do that in a short period of time is, is no different than the than, than creation. It always starts off with a bang. It always starts off with a boom. It yeah. always starts off with lava, you know, and, and right. just, but what comes from that? And it's the trust whether, you know, I, I feel that, that when I'm teaching that the people that I've taught become better than what they were, not the opposite. Right. God damn it, Mark. Don't make me start um, bitching about how you got a loose mind. Yeah. If it weren't the fact that I do Just that every 10 minutes too. <laughs> um, but does that make sense when we start talking about, you know, you know, shadow work and dealing with your darker eyes? It's like, are they useful? Is it an interpretation by another person? Are they not useful? Or is it because that person's values, they want you to adapt to their values and operate from how they want you to operate? And that means become the person they, they want you to be versus the person that you are. And to me, I think in some cases that stifles my ability to teach. Okay. So the question I had for that, like um, when you, like say, you, you know, you have a parent or, you know, they're used to seeing you in a certain way and you're used to responding in a certain way that's yep. maybe more passive. Um, yep. Like when you do amplify that, you know, your response to them mm. to try to change that program is like, so you have to like amp that up to kind of like shock them almost a little bit. To well, like, this to, is the point. You don't want to shock them as, as be, no, 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 you do. Oh, you do. Okay. <laughs> it's just an interpretation of how that, that works out. And I don't want you to get the wrong idea. They're your parents. They love you. You should respect them. But I do yeah. think that there's different transitions in people's lives. And I think some people never make that transition into their adulthood as adults with their adult parents and that's where the problem is. At some point, the man or, or the boy or the girl has to become a woman or a man. Yeah. And your parents have a tendency to hold people in the past or perceive you as you were in your youth with the errors and lessons you were learning. They judge you by. And now they have become conditioned like lenses to see you that way and communicate with you and, and value you in a sense in that and those eyes. They know all your secrets. It's not like you can go to work and people are getting to know you and you can present what you want to present and build up who you really believe you are and try to be the best you are. To them, you've you've lost that opportunity in a way. So they 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 know all your errors 
and they know all your your pluses and that's what they identify you with this is why gurus often say and and you know it's been exploited as cults and shit but a guru will say you got to go away from home you've you've got to move away from your family your your friends your whatever okay Mm -hmm. in order to be the person you know or you want to be because people shape and mold you by their interaction with you, how they talk to you, how they treat you, how they, 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 that this is a dynamic. Everybody in your life is a dynamic of, of structuring your consciousness and checks and balances of how you think and how you should react. And what's, that's not normal, Mark. You normally don't act that way. Why are you being that way? And then the mother comes in, no, no, that's bad behavior, Mark. I agree with your father. You know, your brother speaks up and your sister, you're like, yeah, Mark, what's going on? You know, so this is a control measure. In a sense, or maybe it's legit. It it depends on the circumstances. But, you know, and sometimes you don't have to say that. You just know that by the look in their eye, by by their body position or their lack of responding to you. This is control still. This is about keeping you identifiable to what they're comfortable and they're used to. Yeah. It's not a bad intention. They they right. mean well. Right. Okay. Having that's, said that's that, normal to them, just, right? Yeah, just, so what I what I often say at some point, you you have to change that relationship to a certain degree. Yeah. And your your parents cannot look at you as someone that is dependent on their advice and their 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 position. Okay. They have to see you as a person who now is evolving your own thinking. Mm-hmm. Your, your own decision making and that whatever errors you've made in the past that you you're able to acknowledge those they're not who you are they're, they're pieces of you that you learned from that made you become the person you're becoming and yeah. so there's a, a different view on all that 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 is your life experiences that made you realize what you need to make better in yourself and, and what you need to let go and what you need to embrace mm-hmm. so at some point you're going to have to I hate to say challenge, but if you if you're passive and you've never listen, if you're thinking it in your head and you very much disagree or you feel treated uh, lesser or unfairly, at some point you need to vocalize that. Okay. You need to you need to say, look, um, I, you're not going to like what I have to say. Yeah. And it's probably going to not be comfortable, but I need to get it off my chest. I don't think what you're doing is fair for these reasons. I don't agree with this for these reasons. I don't think you're fair to me for those reasons, whatever they may be. Okay. Mm. And hopefully they're going to listen to you. And if they're going to be like, whatever, Mark, shut you down, walk away. Okay. That tells me they're not seeing you as a man or a woman. They still want to identify you as the child that they've controlled yeah. and raised and, and had that, that about, and that their opinion is better than yours, even though, You've got life skills now. You're growing as a person. Now, they could be right, okay? But the question is, is how do you want to deliver that? And most people that are passive never want to go there. Mm. They never want that engagement. But secretly, they do. Don't you, Mark? Don't you? Okay. I do. do. So so the point (laughs) is, is that you either take it or you don't. And that's where somebody would say maybe that's too aggressive or not aggressive. But what is the right way to talk to them? What is the right way to break through their mold, their their walls that they built? They're not made out of paper. Their psychological position often 
is is very dense and it's yeah. it's suffocating to to you because we look at it as our parents as the end all of of all praise no matter how old you get you will always look to your parents if they're alive to give you that acknowledgement to whatever little successes you have it's like you need it yeah. so when they throw these walls on and they don't you feel like they're not giving you that the question is is what do you do you 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 either have to fight to breathe to to escape and to push yourself out mm. Or you passively submit. Or you run away. Yeah. So the gurus, the teachings will say, you need to leave your family, you need your friends. So the Christians then will exploit that and go, oh, it's a cult. You're joining a cult. You're leaving your family. You're abandoning everybody. You should be here. I don't care if they come to where I have to. I don't want them to come to me. Okay, there, there ain't no place. You know what I'm saying? I, I, you, you here. You know what the deal is. Okay, yeah, go yeah. bring your problems somewhere else. But sometimes by going on a journey, you you grow and you're put in situations that are outside of people that treat you and see you a certain way. Mm-hmm. And that's what they're trying to teach. And that when you go on that journey, your your family loses that 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 viewpoint of you, perhaps. Yeah. Yeah. Over time. And then when you return, they look at you. Your voice is maybe a little bit different. Your eyes are a little bit different from your experiences. Mm-hmm. Your your approach to things may be different. And so now they're trying to fill you up. But 10 to 1, they want things to go back to normal, what they're familiar with. And that's where they're going to start eventually talking to you in that way. Yeah, yeah. And then the question is, is will you let yourself go there? Right. Yeah, I've certainly noticed that with my parents. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's true with everybody's parents. Very similar. Kind of have to some be. parents are better than others. Some yeah. some not. But, you know, I mean, I, I've, I've had similar issues with, with my, you know, my family. And, you know, you just this, this is the way it's going to be, you yeah. know. I think that um, it's weird because I, I you find kind that of, you slowly kind of work them to see you in a different light to, over time. Oh, no, we've like, had throwdowns. We, we have. Really? Listen, okay. my family's like me. Can you imagine? It's it's bulls all uh, in one you, pen. You, you give okay. them the bulls, the, the bulldozers. Well, yeah, you know, and, and you know, it, it, if, if you're wrong, you're wrong. Yeah. And you, you they're going to make that point, you know, and you're going to sit yeah. there and go, you know, all right, maybe I fucked up, you know. But, you know, you, I usually win, you know what I'm saying? But it's 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 everybody's got a strong opinion. Yeah. And so you've got to decide, do I want this fight or do I stay away? Yeah. I live pretty far away for a reason. There, there's no, you know, uh, rationalizing with some people. Right, right. Just the way you are. And you have to accept that. Do you burn yourself out or do you just extract yourself from it? Are you happy? I can tell you my life for the most part is drama free. I'm pretty happy and I love my life. And Mm -hmm. I believe if I was out with them, I don't think I would have that. In fact, I know I wouldn't. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree for for myself too. It's Mm -hmm. night and day. But I wish I could have a better relationship with certain people. I wish that I could have... What I see other family members have maybe with their brothers or sisters or whatever. Do you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, I know I'll never have that. So why bother trying? And that's that. And some people I dislike, you know, and I, I, I don't bother with. I just cut it off. Yeah. Okay. Um, you want to Are you done? Am I worrying you? I, think I, I can keep going. I don't know how much. I think time you can always split it into like, different classes. I mean, I, I don't know. Okay. Um. But it's an interesting topic, and, and I, yeah, I yeah. want people to understand what it means to have darkness in you and not to, to disengage things that, that I don't think are necessarily bad, but to be able to better, through this conversation, recognize 
what are really bad about you? You know, do you go zero to 100 too fast? Mm -hmm. Are you violent? Do you punch holes in walls, smash furniture? Do you scream at people with spit coming out of your mouth? Okay. Do you, do you control people through, through a level of, you know, putting fear into them, you know, and that they're Mm -hmm. docile and they're afraid to, to deal with that part of you. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of issues there that I think needs to be looked at with people if they're in that category. But the, the thing is, is that once again, everybody has a different idea of what that is. And that's where you need to kind of have a way to systematically map what, what is okay. What's not, what's a little bit above board, what's not. And how often is that happening? Mm -hmm. Do you you think by, by seeing examples of maybe like you per se, or someone else that has a different, like a higher level than you do? Don't, first of all, do not use me as an example. I'm the first one to say, I I may be needing to (laughs) curtail, you know, know, a few things, but I think I've gotten much better with age. Okay. Okay. If you look at previous stuff and current stuff, I think I'm a lot more mellow, but I I can't say that that's anything to do with spirituality. I think it's age. I think that I just don't give a shit no more. I'm like, okay, you want to be stupid? Fine. I don't care. Before I was like, why? Why would you do that? You know, and and I'm like, wow, I'm exhausting myself. I can't engage everybody with everything that I see that they're doing that I dislike or don't approve of. Mm-hmm. Now I'm just like, go let them do stupid. It's going to do stupid. Let them go do stupid. I don't have to hang out with them. I'll just slowly <laughs> move away. Okay. You know, but that's age. You know, you just yeah. kind of roll your eyes. You know, that's funny. <laughs> thank God. Thank you. There's some pluses to getting older. And I think that's one of them. I mean, maybe that's what they mean by wisdom or whatever. I know yeah. that. Um, I think that I was more reactionary when I was younger than I am now. In fact, I, I know that to be a truth. I, it's like, I often say that when I was younger, if a student pissed me off, you know, like did something like broke my chair in my house after I told them, don't sit with your foot underneath your leg when you sit. And oh, okay. And then they go and do it. And I'm like, don't do that. And then the third time they do it and it breaks my freaking chair, it cracks it all. Okay. I'm telling you from real life experiences. I often tell you, I don't break anything in my life. My students break everything. Okay. okay? And that's the truth. I can give you a laundry list of all the shit people have put me through. Hence the reason I'm always so angry. Anyhow. So, I would be at that me. I'd be like, I'm done. You're done. I, I can't deal with you no more. You got to go. Not that particular incident, but I feel that I would be too quick to X people mm. who upset me or frustrated me. And I, that was immaturity. Mm. And you can be very enlightened and very spiritual that that's a part of you. But there can yeah. be other human aspects of you that still need a lot more growth, that still need refining, that still need to to be what whatever it's going to be the better you. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And so when I look at those things where I'm at now, and I look back, I'm, I I would have probably set myself down and say, "You're a smart motherfucker. You're intelligent. You're brilliant. Your shit is spot on psychically, spiritually, but mm. you're you're." relationship and and how you you your expectations for people mm-hmm. you're being overreactive and mm-hmm. you're being harmful mm-hmm. and you you're not only harming them but you're you're harming yourself because you are essentially um breaking off the friendship that that you could have had with someone mm-hmm. you know that could have lasted decades or your life mm-hmm. and so um when i look back there are things that i wish i would have done differently 
and things that, that I would, would definitely not approve of, of myself. Yeah. And there are qualities even today where I would say there's much better people than me. You get what I'm saying? They may not have the spiritual knowledge I have. They may not understand the psychic knowledge I have. And that all is good. But when I look at their, their demeanor or their personality or I feel their, what I call their heart, mm-hmm. I go, they're kinder and more beautiful and, and better in their, their compassion for the world than me. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm more of a hard ass. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But they, I think, I think I borrow from them and I think they borrow from me. Yeah, yeah, it's like it's and, like, the, right. like a yin and yang kind of. And thing. I'm not too proud to say that. Mm-hmm. I think that's being truthful, and I think that that hopefully people will be like, "That's the teacher I want. He's real. He's honest. He, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's to say that you know, well, if you're if you're angry and you're loud and you're these things, it's not a spiritual teacher. I would say, how does that dismiss the thousands? of experienced teachings of people that I've done that have changed their life dramatically, who have had many schools of, of teaching and spiritual knowledge, all of it of which did nothing for them. And they'll tell you that. And then the teachings for me just changed their, their world. They have tons of experiences. They're dialed in. They can feel it and everything. So my personality maybe hinders my ability to teach in some ways to some people. But the majority of people, it seems to be the breakthrough they need in order to to get them to this point where they know that there is a living universe. They know and interacted with phenomena that that confirmed everything they wanted and continue to expand their knowledge and their awareness of stuff and and experience stuff Mm. that that's the bottom line. And so everybody will always have a different opinion. And, yeah. but if I could look back at the past and say, what about me when it does come to anger issues? Now, absolutely. I, I would like to get rid of my potty mouth. I would like to get rid of, you know, uh, my reactionary level in the past. And the, the truth is, I think it has gotten better. Is there room to grow? Sure. Do I wish it would happen faster? Sure. Do I have all this mind power to, to make it happen? You're so mindful, Eric. This is what another thing is, is Eric, if you got so much power and so much mental discipline, why can't you fix these things in, in yourself? Uh-huh, yeah. And my answer is because the other fucking part of me is badass, intelligent, and angry. And it's like this equal fucking match between two horned bulls. You know, you it, it, it would be easier if I had someone else's personality and, 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 and the passive or the nicer part of me was to quell it. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's to say that there that you you gotta accept your yin and your yang almost on an equal level and slowly work with it over time. You're not gonna be able to smash it into su- submission if it's an equal and opposite reaction in your own energy field. Okay. What was my question? It was um you ain't had one goddamn no, question. The only I question had, you no, have is I what did, was I my did. question you keep asking I did, yourself? I, I did, but like I keep Try to like. I have the question in my mind, and then I'm like listening to what you're saying. So yeah, <laughs> going back and forth. But um, uh. But I also want to add something to that. Seeing you okay. ain't got nothing. Yeah, go nothing. Ahead, yeah. nothing. It'll come. Nothing. Back. God damn it, Mark! How come you never got nothing? It'll come. All right, back. maybe now you'll come in with better notes. But anyhow, uh, right as you're holding notes, um, the the other point I want to say about my reaction, okay, is to also say now that I've opened myself up to vulnerability in revealing my own personal thoughts about my own growth and my what where I think I could have done things better or where I'm at today versus the past, 
It's also an opportunity for people to take advantage of that, meaning a certain evil Richard that's in the book. Okay. Now that person would come and say, Oh, forgive me now because you know, you, you overreacted, you said it yourself and you know, let me back into your, your life and blah, blah, blah. And the answer right now is hell no. If I'm a thousand years old and wise, I will tell you hell no. Okay. Because you have to accept at some point, some people refuse to change and they're never going to change. And there is a path of destruction with all the relationships with people that person has had. So you have to be careful sometimes in your own compassion because you will be taken advantage of by others who are more aggressive. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, so it's like, um, so based on like what you're saying, um, how you have like your spiritual self is, you know, different than your human self, right? Like, um, like you still have problems in your human personality that you've, but it seems like with wisdom, you've grown to like kind of accept it and like, I don't know, become, you know, with, with, or with maybe age, being, you start to balance start to, out the, the qualities that look, I hate to use you know, uh, uh, Christ, okay, or Jesus as an example, but it seems like the go-to model that most people are familiar with. Like, if we were in India, we could talk Krishna or or Buddha or whatever, okay? Mm -hmm. But when you look at the youth of Christ, I mean, he, he, it's, you know, evidently he killed another child. He, 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 you know, uh, did all sorts of awful things, you know, and a lot of people don't know about that. These are the, the suppressed. That. <laughs> well, that's because, you know, I read. I don't know about you. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I inform myself, okay? What book is that? <laughs> it's in there. Dig around. You know, yeah. talk. They'll, I'm sure there's going to be people who listen to this and okay. shoot over. You know, they'll say where and what and whatever. Maybe I'm wrong. Correct me, okay? But, no, but yeah. No. And so he had a – and I don't remember. It's been such a long time ago, you know, that I've – 30 years since I looked at, at this stuff. But, you know, but he had done some stuff that were pretty – was pretty mean, okay? okay? Yeah. And although he was much younger, you know what I'm saying? My point – but this is just the stuff we know of. Okay, the tidbits, the the half of a percent out of a hundred percent that we'll never know. Okay, yeah. So in in essence, so too did that person need to mature with all their abilities and their skills. Do you understand? Yeah. And it's it's true to say that about look at Milarapa. Milarapa, you know, was vengeful and angry, and because of how his family was treated and everything, and, and basically destroyed a whole city. Yeah. Okay, only later to mature in 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 that so the skill was there the ability was there the knowledge was there but there's a maturity when you're in a human body it is still a vessel and sometimes it it affects the driver instead of the driver affecting the vessel Mm. and so you know i have to be aware and succumb the same things as you there there my levels of adrenaline may be higher or lower with things than yours my level of anxiety release in biochemicals may be different than what yours is either mm-hmm. k either way it's a driving force for this machine mm-hmm. and so one has to say how aware of it are you and how quick are you to to control or directed or to to work with that and that takes time and that's where i think maturity an age, you somehow build this relationship from being in your body for such a long time that you begin to to smooth some of those edges by default over time. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah, it seems like, um, I guess, like, sometimes there's a disconnect between, like, people thinking, like, they're 
you know, they're this spiritual being that they don't have any, they're this pure perfection or whatever. And, it, and it, like, it would be true to say that maybe on nope, a spiritual I, level, I don't, or but, I don't, like, but on a human yeah. level, they could have all these like yeah. flaws um, and personalities. I, I think that a person can be very spiritual, very advanced, have a relationship with the universe, God, call it whatever you want. God loves the shit out of them. But mm. I, I think that if you were to ask me, do I think, God is is loving and caring and all these wonderful things. M- my answer is fuck no. Okay. <laughs> Tell me where you see that on a continuous basis in life. If mm. God is all knowing, all present, the creation of everything, why do things die? Why do things have terrible things happen? Why are kids are bullied? Why why do people die horrific deaths? Why do why does cruelty and hate uh, uh, always, you know, harm others. You know, why? Why is there not something suppressing that or preventing that? Okay, mm. we want to perceive the world how we want to perceive it, and we tend to try to ignore the parts that we don't want to look at. And if you're going to look at everything, you have to ask yourself: Then is there a higher truth than what I'm capable of understanding? Mm. At the core of it, I believe God is love. I, I absolutely believe that. Okay, mm. but. If you're going to ask me to look at it from a position of knowing less than God, from a position of what I know about life and my 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 miseries and joys, okay, I think God would appear to be very uncaring, okay, about humanity and life, mm-hmm. and allowing very cruel things to happen on a continual basis, from suicides to rapes to murders to you name it, mm-hmm. okay. So, I believe that the universe is in a sense, one of two things, either it's, it's not as self-aware as we think it is just like the organisms in your body. Okay. And it's indifferent to everything. It's just existing as a giant organism and we're all within it as organ microorganisms, mm. or it sees things differently much in the same way that a parent might understand that their child needs to fall and get hurt to to go through that pain to understand the value and caution of running across pavement after you told them nine times to be careful mm-hmm. that that maybe you need to allow that harm or that you realize that they're going to you can't protect them you can't put them in a bubble their whole life yeah. that that you're going to have to let certain things happen and that if it is a sentient life form and its relationship to us it doesn't see death or destruction in the same way as we do and therefore, you know, your, your kid might sit there and go, why'd you let me fall and bust my knee open? You're a bad dad, you know? And you're like, well, you know, I warned you time and time. Yeah, but, but, but you could have stopped it from happening, you know, by where you okay? Well, yeah, will you do it again? No, I won't do it again. Okay, well, then we're, we're all in agreement, okay? Does it see life in, in, in a similar way, do you see what I'm saying as, as that? Because it doesn't necessarily look at death the way we do. The same way your child doesn't look at its actions the same way you've seen its actions. Hmm. It, it, the child interpreted the, the situation with anger towards you and resentment, but you looked at it as, well, hate me if you will. I know that, that you now will take that lesson in many different things and apply it before you do certain things. And that means your survivability and your, your, your life will have a better chance of living beyond me. Okay. It's almost like improve, like, I guess 
It's related to like a similar reality, if that's right. But uh, well, it's kind of like improving in theory, a, a way like to anything else, yeah. improve the program of that. That's right. It's, that... And so, you know, I would lean towards that. Uh-huh. I would lean towards that it it kind of has a hands off relationship, uh-huh. and it allows life to run its course. And it has challenges. If we have no challenges, we don't grow. Mm-hmm. We need to have disturbing things in a way happen in order for us to react to react and to improve ourselves to to preserve our our life um i always give the island scenario that if there was an island and for a thousand years it never had a serious storm just light trickling and light rain come at 4 a.m for mm-hmm. one hour there's tons of fruit tons of fish the fish are jumping out onto the shore you don't even have to go out on the paddle boat to get them the temperature is always perfect you just wear a grass skirt you don't need anything more anything less there's never any enemies coming there's nobody so everything's perfect in a thousand years if you go back there, has that island and the people evolved to technologically any different? Yeah, no. <laughs> no. You throw one hurricane in there, man, they're building better huts than you've ever seen in your life, you know, yeah. that they've ever done. If you throw one famine in there, man, they're, they're sitting there scratching their heads, you know, figuring out how to build a farm, you know. Yeah. They're, they're making nets to fish with. The, 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 the what, is, what does this say? The, 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 the mother of invention is, you know, uh, uh, Basically, dealing with shit. Turbulence. Yeah, you know, and it's true, okay? So it's true for all of life. It's true for us on a a micro level in our day-to-day life, how we grow, what we learn from stuff, and what makes us better, okay? It's true to say that about life in general. Mm. And so we may not like it, but don't give me the, the, the fuzzy, warm, love, blah, 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 because that's not reality to me. Mm-hmm. If you're going to ask me on a higher level what that is, I'm good with that. That's that's a direction I would like to go. But but that's not where we're at at this very moment. Right. We want to incorporate a level of that in our survival. And that's the key. I see. Would it, would it be, I don't know if it's true to say, but like it, it's like. Would you say that's still kind of like a form of? I don't want to say it doesn't feel like a form of love, but like it not on a. No, I but think it's it not is. A it's human tough level. love. It's, it's tough not love. a human if, level. If, kind if, of wait love a minute. Wait a minute. If, if we're energy, let's just look at it from that way. If we are a soul incarnated into a body, okay. Mm-hmm. Would you not see that you being able to be born into a vulnerable body as a form to make you learn to be compassionate? To, your, to others that are weaker than you because of the weakness you've experienced yourself and could relate to. I can see that. Yeah. So I think life is a lesson mm-hmm. and it's much more complex than anybody knows. But mm-hmm. if you are a spiritual being, most of that stuff you may not be able to experience. You can only experience that if you were incarnated into an organic body and lived lives and loved and lost and loved and felt anger and hatred and found compassion and, and, and understanding. And you grew with all these different things till eventually you really understood yourself and, and, and your relationship to other beings. It's a, it's a maturity process. Okay. It's almost like a, yeah, like a, like a lesson. To me, it's compassion. I I think, yeah, I think to have life, life, whether we're in a a simulation or not, is the greatest gift God or whatever gave us. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's all, 
makes me think of it like the like the purpose behind it ties back to what you said before. It's like for experience, like a greater. It's, it's always, always about experience. About a greater That's experience. what it's all about. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That's interesting. And it's happening on all different kinds of levels. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sure it's probably more complex than I can imagine, but <laughs> it's probably more complex than I think it is. You too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I think that's pretty much covers. All right, that's good. It's a wrap. That's good for now. Yeah. All right. A lot of people ask us, where is the best place to start with our courses and material? The fundamental backbone of everything in our catalog is the Foundation Meditation System. This is a unique meditation technique geared to the purpose of absorbing prana, stimulating key regions of the body that enhance sensory development, and allow one to tap into a source of unbridled spiritual energy. Foundation Meditation can be learned in our book, Meditation Within Eternity, or you can visit our website, foundationmeditation.com, to acquire the audio course. Again, that's foundationmeditation.com. Each of Eric's books comes with a secure readers-only section online that contains a treasure trove of complimentary free training material. When you add up all the free training you get with each book, you have a combined total value of over $1,000 in additional content. This includes classes, guided meditation exercises, and more. Digital and physical copies are available at higherbalancebooks.com. Order the set on discount now, and we'll also send you a free guru deck in the mail for physical orders. Again, that's higherbalancebooks.com. Go there now, order your set, and join the growing movement of spiritual adepts. Follow us on Instagram at higherbalanceinstitute, all one word. If you like this podcast, please subscribe on iTunes and leave a positive review to help others like yourself find this knowledge. If you would like to support this podcast, please visit our online store at higherbalance.com. Meditation. It's more than just relaxation. There are different kinds of meditation, just like there are different tools to do a job. Finding the right kind of meditation will decide whether you awaken or whether you just simply drift. Energy. More than just a thought, but of movement that you can literally feel through your body. Visions. More than a faded idea within your consciousness, but rather a vivid reality so clear it'll make you question reality itself. Meditation, if used properly, will show you how to move the currents of your mind into a better life, a more prosperous life, consciousness expanding, memory improvement, inner balance, higher balance, Most of all, discover who and what you are and what you can do. Join us at Higher Balance Institute. We'll help change your world.
Thank you for listening to Rebel Guru Radio. 